This is Shannon Ray Davis, and you are listening to Omega Man Radio. Welcome to my world, the world of the Omega Man. Join us here for the nightly marathon, broadcasting Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern. You can find us here on YouTube, and we encourage you to report for duty. Get trained up. War of the Saints is coming. You want to be an overcomer and endure till the end. We will teach you how. We cast out devils. We command healing to the sick in Jesus' name. And we preach the full gospel of Jesus Christ to win souls for Jesus. I want to encourage you right now to subscribe right here on YouTube to this channel. Smash the like button and share a link to our live chat room to everyone you know right there on Facebook. Get them to come on out and tune in and join in the fight against the host of hell. If you'd like to support this work financially, we have a PayPal button on our website. We have GoFundMe, Zelly, even Take Bitcoin. And we thank you in advance for partnering with us. Our website is OmegaManRadio.com. One more thing before we start tonight's show. To the demons, tuning in. We're coming from your demon. No demon is safe. How are you doing, my brother? All right, going good. Uh, I just right. couldn't see the uh, the answer button didn't turn up on my computer for some reason. No, no worries. It's all good. We got you. Everybody, welcome aboard. <coughs> Hope you all are having a good week out there. We've got <coughs> Terry, excuse me, that was Terry Jefferson. we got Peter Whiffin in the house coming to you from Gold Coast of Australia. And if you're here for the first time, we're glad to have you. Our official broadcast schedule is Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern. And then twice a month we're doing international shows over there in England and Germany, places like that. But we're honored to have just about every week Peter Whiffen coming to you from Gold Coast. Peter, welcome back, brother. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hello, everybody. Hope everyone has um, been enjoying their inheritance this week. <laughs> You know what? I want you to uh, expound on that, but you want to open us up in prayer before you talk about what is our inheritance? Okay. Okay. Dear Father God, we love you and praise you, and we invite you to be with us. We um, we thank you for everything, and we appreciate that you came and saved us and are delivering us, and we thank you for the kingdom of heaven that can be with us. And for this broadcast, and I thank you, God, for everyone listening. And I hope that uh, the devil is bound off everyone's life and that the kingdom has come and help set the people free. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Peter, the mic, sure, speak on anything you want, my brother. <laughs> okay. Praise the Lord. I was thinking this week <clears throat> that... Um, 
I was thinking about my thoughts that I go through when uh, when I do deliverance, when uh, I minister with people, and um, maybe you know some people might be interested in that because uh, those thoughts that you have when you're ministering come from uh, learning and studying and uh, the experience in in doing deliverance and healing and. Um, I thought maybe some of those thoughts I haven't really talked about too much. So um, I had a guy, uh, he came in and uh, uh, I might have said about it, I don't know, but he he said, um, do you think I've got demons? And um, I said, I don't know. And he said, could you check? Uh Uh-huh. Once he said that, you know, that that opens it up uh, to, to check. But then I thought, if that happens to other people that are new believers or other people that haven't had so much experience in deliverance, what would you do if if someone said, well, can you check to see if I've got demons? And um, so I thought, how would I explain what I think about with that? So... Um, if we go to the book of Joshua, we don't have to go to the passages, but we'll find that Joshua is going to destroy a city called Ai. And on the way to Ai, God tells him to um, point the javelin and set up an ambush behind the city. So um, to me, that looked like stirring up a fight. You know, if you're going to, you're going to destroy a city, you might just sneak up and raid it at night or whatever. But no, to stand out the front, jump up and down, pointing the javelin, the spear, at the city, and that um, caused the city to uh, come out and fight. The city was called AI, if you want to look them up, uh, you can read the story of AI, which translates to mean um, heap of ruins. So basically, you you stand up and point the javelin and have a fight with what's causing the heap of ruins in your life. So that's the the message of that. And what happens is, is that they run out of the city, which means they manifest. So you make them manifest. So this guy sat down and I started going... You know, whatever's causing problems in his life, we rebuke you now. How dare you? What do you think you're doing? We're calling judgment on you. Your days are numbered now. So I'm speaking to those spirits. Just like you're speaking, imagine you're in a bar and you're just causing a bar fight. You know, what are you looking at? And that sort of thing. (laughs) And um, the demons have such a nature, because they're wicked, that they boil with anger. And uh, when they boil with anger, they lose their cover. They just they just start uh, manifesting. So the fruit of that, or the best thing about that is, is that, um, you know, and the person you're praying for knows that there's a demon there. <laughs> it's it's come out in the open now. <clears throat> so that's the first thing. Um, it doesn't matter at that point whether the person 
I believe, is saved or not saved, what we call saved, uh, born again, or not born again. What we're looking for to see is the demons that are present. Because the the demons used to have a body. They um, lost their bodies in the flood. And when they lost their bodies, they can't have another one. So they're, they're hijacking the people. They're also fallen angels, and they are the mixed seed, the defiled uh, creation that happened during the time of the, before the flood. You know, you can see in the gods of Egypt, dog-headed men, bird-headed men, uh, the sphinx, an elephant, uh, a lion-headed, a lion-bodied man, and all these sort of things. Gamesh, a elephant-headed man, a mermaid, Pan. These are all the defiled nature. Because I believe that Satan wants to be Lord. He said, I'll be like God. So he wants to make his own creation, the mixing of the seed. And that's why we see the star as a satanic symbol. It's a spirit, soul, body, a triangle mixed with another spirit, soul, body. So man mixed, man mixed with something else. And that star is the star, the devil's star, which is um, representing the devil's ultimate plan, which is interbreeding mankind and messing up the creation. If Satan could have messed up the creation, Jesus could not never have been born because it would have been Jesus would have been a Nephilim. So that was uh, God's plan with Israel is was to save a family so Jesus could be born into that family. If we take Abraham, we find his descendant, Jesus, is 14, 14 and 14 generations down the bloodline. By the way, Abraham, I believe, met Jesus in the form of Melchizedek, who had no beginning and no end. And Melchizedek did communion with Abraham, showing that he would die on the cross and that his blood and body would save mankind. That's where Abraham got the idea that if he killed Isaac, even he could be raised from the dead. That's what I believe. But God used Abraham as a partner because Abraham was given a promise of many nations through one seed. And Jesus Christ was that seed who died on the cross. So the promise got crucified. So those that are... Um, those that are guilty of the cross are guilty of crucifying the promise God gave to Abraham. They have to pay for that promise. And that promise cannot be broken. That's why Jesus was raised from the dead. And that's why when we are accounted in his family, we will be raised from the dead. Remember, that is the gospel. The gospel is that you can change families. You can be born again into a family that will be raised from the dead incorruptible so anyway we go and uh, you know the scripture says you don't have to preach the gospel first there's a passage there and it's a methodology Luke 10 9 and heal the sick that are therein and say unto them the kingdom of God has come near to you 
there, you can heal unbelievers, deliver unbelievers, and then say the kingdom of God has come nigh. Yes. Now, when I start ministering to someone, I'm speaking to the, I just say to the persons, let me speak, I'm going to speak to the spirits. Now, Jesus could speak to the spirits. You know, the guy uh, said his name was Legion. So Jesus said, who are you? And the spirits answered. So we can too. The spirits can hear the voices of men. Yes. Now, this is another thing. You want to be careful who you're talking to and who you're telling your plans to because you could be telling them to devils. And then you wonder why there's opposition to your plans. Well, you you gas-bagged. You told the devils your plans. <laughs> and then they've gone off and reported that. It says, be careful what you say in, even in your bedchamber as a bird of the law, bird of the air will take the news to the king. So, yes, you are being reported. So that's why controlling the tongue is beneficial. Be careful who you talk to. So anyway, when we talk, the demons are listening. So when you start talking and stirring them up, they can manifest. Now, by our words, we have command of the demons because we are given in the name of Jesus, which is really meaning in the power of Jesus, in the authority of Jesus Christ, we're being given power over the devils. The power over the devils, I believe, comes from the kingdom of heaven. Let your kingdom come, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So our faith at that point must be that the kingdom of heaven is come. Behold, the kingdom of heaven is within you. Who is um, within us? Jesus said, and this is where we need faith in this, Jesus said that, um, when did he say it? He said it up here. In Luke, in chapter Luke five twenty four. He said that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. He said to the sick of the palsy, I say unto thee, Arise, take up thy couch, and go into thine house. In John 20.20, 20, he said, uh, and when he, he showed his hands and his side to the disciples after he'd been risen from the dead, they were glad when they saw the Lord, and then Jesus said to them again, Peace be unto you, as my Father has sent me, even so I send you. There's the commission. And when he said this, he breathed on them and said, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Now, all, all professing Christians really these days will profess that they have received the Holy Ghost. But look look at the gift that comes with the Holy Ghost here. And this is before Pentecost. Whosoever sins you remit, they are remitted unto them. And whosoever sins you retain, they are retained. What? The church, the disciples have given the power to forgive sins? Hmm. Some may disagree with that. But this is what the Spirit is saying in the Scripture. Now, I've done this in deliverance. 
of course, if the person wants to be forgiven and what is easier to say, be forgiven or be healed? This is where Jesus got into the same problem with the Pharisees who said he was blaspheming, saying he could forgive sins. That happens in Luke 5.18 onwards. It says, What is easier to say, thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, rise up and walk? So healing is related to forgiveness, and deliverance is related to healing. So for persons to get delivered properly and healed properly and all, they need to be forgiven. Thank God he said all sins will be forgiven, men, except the blaspheming and the Holy Spirit, and you need to be sort of a Pharisee to do that. You need to be standing in judgment of the work of God. So the Pharisees said Jesus was speaking blasphemies. So Jesus proved them. He said, stretch out your hand. He said, but you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the sick of the palsy, I say unto thee, Arise, take up thy couch, and go to thy house. And immediately he rose up before him, and took up upon where he lay, and departed to his own house, glorifying God. So Jesus proved in their face, by the miracle of the healing, that he had the power to forgive sins. So up in John 20, 20 onwards, they received the Holy Ghost. Whoever sins you remit are remitted unto them. That's the power we have. That's the righteousness, which means the right thing that we are called to walk in. So when you sit down and just do deliverance with people, you're administering righteousness, really. Yet you're administering the kingdom of heaven, working in righteousness, which is the right thing. It's more than right standing with God, I believe. Righteousness is the right thing. So I would say to this guy, you know, the, the forgiveness is for those that want to repent. You know, up until now, God winked at sin and he's called all men to repent, which means stop doing it. Stop. Turn to God and receive the receive the blessing of the kingdom of heaven. So when we start doing deliverance, our faith should be in the kingdom of heaven, that the kingdom of heaven is coming, and that the kingdom of heaven is administering the healing and deliverance through our orders. Like we are told to go into all the world and we are told to heal the sick, cast out demons, raise the dead. Some people say, I leave it to Jesus. Well, Jesus has left it to us. <laughs> See, you want to disobey his command, his word? He said, you do it. How do you do it? Man has been given authority on earth. So Jesus has given man the authority to execute his judgment on earth. Yes. Deliverance comes by judgment, I believe. 
judgment on the devil, judgment on evil. Yes. It says in Daniel 7.22, Until the Ancient of Days came, who's that? And judgment was given to the saints of the Most High. And, he, and the time came that the saints possessed the kingdom. Jesus said in Luke 29.30, I appoint unto you a kingdom. It's been given to the saints. That's why the power and the fire came at Pentecost. So believing these things, we can sit there ministering to someone with the authority of the kingdom of heaven. Yes. I appoint unto you a kingdom, and my Father has appointed unto me, that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom, to sit on thrones judging. What? Executing the judgment that's written. Hmm. What's the judgment that's written? The demons have to learn the judgment that's written from killing the only begotten Son who came in the flesh. Being guilty of the blood of Jesus Christ is the judgment that's written. And that is eye for eye, stripe for stripe, burning for burning. That is a reaping of the cross of Jesus Christ. Now these spirits, these spirits are spirits because they don't have bodies. But it doesn't mean they don't feel pain. People who are cast into hell feel the pain. So just because you lose your body doesn't mean that you will not be pain-free. Mm. It says in Ezekiel 34.16, I will destroy the fat and the strong. I will feed them with a judgment. So when I'm sitting there, I've got the guy or lady there, and um, I'm looking to feed the demons their judgment. Oh, yes. Because that's our job. Yes. It says in Psalm 75 verse 8, For in the hand of the Lord there is a cup, and the wine is red, it's full of mixture, and he poureth out the same. But the dregs thereof, all the wicked of the earth, shall wring them out and drink them. Hmm. What's that mean? That means that the wicked of the earth have got to drink the judgment of God. It says in Jeremiah 23.15, For thus says the Lord God of Israel, God prevails unto me. Take the wine cup of this fury at my hand and cause all the nations to whom I send thee to drink it. So we, we, we sit there and we're not worried about the person too much. We're looking straight at the demons to focus on them. And we're going to call the kingdom of heaven to come and put judgment on these evil spirits. Now they know it. They know it. And they panic. And as soon as you start talking this way, they'll start leaving sometimes on their own. They're, they're gutless. They'll, they'll run away. Hmm. When they know there's, there's a son or daughter of God that holds the cup of power, holds the power of the kingdom in their hands, they know. So I believe the kingdom is coming in angels 
And those ministering spirits, it says, all oh, the angels are ministering spirits, are coming and they're executing the judgment that we call to happen on these evil spirits. Now, we don't write their judgment. It's already written. You know, the scripture says the God of this world is judged. Forget about him accusing the brethren. He's cast down. He's judged because he's guilty of the blood of Jesus Christ. Luke 11.20, cast out devils, no doubt the kingdom of God is come. Luke 10.9, heal the sick, the kingdom of God is come nigh unto you. Hmm. Luke 12.32, it's the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. So what we have here is we have God's pleasure to send his kingdom to do deliverance and to do healing. That's God's pleasure. Hmm. If we go to um, uh, Ephesians 3.10, we'll, we'll find that it says the job of the church. God now intended that through the church to teach the uh, many-folded wisdom of God to the rulers and principalities and powers. Yes, the devils get taught a lesson as achieved on the cross. And it's our job to teach them a lesson. He, God is using us to stick his finger up the nose of the devil. He's using us to be his hand on earth. We're the body on earth. So God's pleasure is to see this kingdom come, see his kingdom come and cast out the devil. So that's what you're doing when you're doing deliverance. You've, you've, you've got faith, like you can close your eyes if you want, and you believe that God's sending his kingdom. Hmm. When the kingdom comes, you'll see the deliverance and you'll see the healing and you tell the people, this is the kingdom of God coming upon you. This is the love of the living God coming to you. All right? You can prove the love of God to them. See? Now, I had this guy here and um, as soon as I started to speak, he, he started to shake. Felt tight in his chest. And then he growled like a dog. Rah! He couldn't believe that come out of him. He, he said, I was there, I was aware, but it wasn't me. It, it, it was something else making noises out of me. And then I had his attention. You, know, you need to believe the gospel, that Jesus Christ loves you, died for you, and you can be born again. And he accepted right there and then to be born again. So by being prepared to handle the kingdom of heaven, one can save souls. One can, one can answer the call like, do you think I've got demons or whatever? I, I had another time I was sitting next to a lady in, uh, in Fiji and she was old and she said she had sore legs and she was Hindu and, and I said, do you want to meet the creator? We can ask Jesus who I believe is the creator and she said yes and her legs got healed. <clears throat> she went, ah, the pain's gone. Then I could tell her about Jesus and her and her son gave their hearts and became born again that day. So um, when we're doing deliverance, we can believe that God is sending his kingdom 
and he's sending his kingdom to finally execute judgment on the demons. Now, if you're in sin, you're sitting at the table of God unworthily. So you must believe, you must repent and believe that the righteousness of Jesus Christ is covering you now. Not your righteousness. Because if you haven't put on the garment of Jesus Christ's righteousness, it's hard for God to send the judgment on the devils. Because if you're in the way, it, it, uh, you, can, you can be hit with that judgment. Uh, Paul says, someone says there that, you know, unworthily you have communion, you get sick and die. Because there's judgment at the Lord's table. It's a bit like if you're in an uh, x-ray room and you haven't got your lead apron on. So you need to put the lead apron on, which is like the Lord Jesus Christ's um, righteousness. Now, how do you do that? Ab Abraham believed God and it was put on his account as righteousness. So by believing in the promises of God, repenting, and believing in the promises of God, you can put on the righteousness of the Lord Jesus Christ because you're turning to him for his righteousness. When you get you and the person that's doing the deliverance, when you get out of the way of the judgment, because God loves us so much, he gives us time to repent. So when you get out of the way of that judgment, he will drop it on the devil in your life. And that's how the devil gets sifted out of your life. By, by judgment. Yes. It says in Daniel 7.27, Kingdom and dominion and the greatness of the kingdom under whole heavens shall be given to the people of the saints of the Most High. Kingdom, dominion, greatness under the whole of heaven is a gift to the people of the sons of the Most High. It is when you're doing de deliverance that you're administrating this kingdom and greatness under the whole heavens. It says in Revelation 15:6, For they have shed the blood of the saints and prophets, and thou hast given them blood to drink. Psalm 119:175, Let thy judgments Help me. Isaiah 32.1 Behold, a king shall reign in righteousness, and princes, princes shall rule in judgment. Mm. Psalm 148 verse 9 To execute upon them the judgment written, This honour have all the saints. Mm. So that's what we're doing. If we, if we have our heart set that that's our job and that's what we're doing, you try it. You sit down and do deliverance and call in the power of the kingdom of heaven. It's like calling in an airstrike if you're in Iraq. If you're in the way of the airstrike, the pilot's going to abort or you'll get killed, one or the other. So you get out of the way, put the righteousness of Jesus Christ on and call in the judgment on the demons. I've said in deliverance, you spirit now, receive the crown of thorns. And the spirit screams. See, every part 
of the cross of Jesus Christ is for Satan. It's actually for all unrighteousness. But it is for Satan because we've already been crucified with Christ, so we're escaped from that. Anyone is in Christ, they're a new creature. Old things have passed away. All things have become new. Do you know that everything has been given to us as a gift? No one can boast about earning it. No one. First Colossians three twenty-two, or First Corinthians, sorry, three twenty-one. Therefore, let no man glory in men, for all things are yours. Not some things, not a little bit, not this and that. All things are yours. The meek, I believe, have inherited the earth. So when you're sitting there doing deliverance over a demon, don't let the demon intimidate you. Everything belongs to us as the inheritance of the saints goes on, whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas or the world or life or death or things present or things to come. Hmm. All are yours. Therefore, that passage has said it twice. And you are Christ's and Christ is God's. So God owns all things through you already owning all things. That's why the devil is interested in you or us. Because he accesses things through men. There's nothing that he hasn't got, that he hasn't got from men. I've used the deliverance, used the power of the blood. Now we're using the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven accesses us to the right, righteous payback of the blood of the crucifixion. Because when you're born again, you're members of that blood. You know that? You become part of the blood line. My children are my flesh and blood. Jesus' children are his flesh and a blood. All the people are being pursued by approval of the devil, given to him by men. So when we do deliverance, we take away that approval. That gets taken away by confession. First of all, I get the person to forgive everybody because people can't be forgiven, can they, unless they forgive. So the first step is to pray and tell God you forgive everyone and you don't want it held against them. That's the first step. Now, that's not easy to do when people are so much hurt in this world. But they, um, the, the problem is, is that people want to forgive using feelings. 
So I say, don't worry about feelings, just forgive by decision. Hmm. I don't feel like it, but dear God, I want them forgiven and taken off the record. Now, how much more worthy and good is that when you don't feel like it and you do it? The Bible talks about to love those that love you, what's the big deal? But to love those who don't love you, that's a bigger deal. So the prayer is, dear Father God, I forgive those, I choose to forgive them, and I really, with all my heart, want them let off the hook. Isn't that wonderful if someone can do that? That leaves it open now for them, the people, to do deliverance because they can get forgiveness. What's easier to say? You know, your sins are forgiven or, or to be healed. So that leaves the door open then for the for the deliverance to become active, for the healing to become active. And I've seen demons leave when the persons did that. Before we even started casting them out, they ran. So this forgiveness has to be done with all your heart, not with all your feeling of your heart, and that's where ladies have a disadvantage because ladies are feeling junkies. They love feelings and want to do everything by feeling. You can't in this business do everything by your feelings. We have to do everything by the promises of God, by his word, what his word says. When it says no weapon formed against you will prosper, that's what it says. And then don't say, I feel like I'm losing. You feel? Hmm. Go into all the world and help people with their feelings? No, it's going to all the world and cast out the devils. Mm. So this is where we need help with our feelings. You know, a man and a woman is really a man. A man has got a, men have parts missing. They're not a full beings. And women have the part that's missing. Mm. It's meant to be teamwork. One puts 1,000 to flight, two put 10,000 to flight. It's the man and wife that are the two that put the 10,000 to flight as well. How powerful is that? Yes. So... Anyway, we sit down, we, we expect the kingdom of heaven to come and administer the judgment. So we call judgment, right? We call judgment to come. And as that judgment comes, it falls on the demons. Now, why do they come out? There need to be an understanding on why they come out. See, when God made Adam... He made man, Adam, out of the dust, which included the woman, was made in the same mud pie. Hmm. God didn't make two mud pies. He just made one. Then he split that mud pie to make a man and a woman. But the mud pie was made and it was breathed into. 
whoosh, and man became a living soul. That means that the, the, the mud pie that God made was made to hold spirit naturally. It's been made as a vessel to hold the spirit. And the life has never come out of Adam or his descendants. It stayed in there. But Adam wanted to know evil. So then an evil spirit got the invitation to come in. Because man was made to hold multiple spirits. That's how God was going to walk with his spirit in man. And that's how he will walk with us and that's how he walks with us. He sends the Holy Spirit to live in us. That means we have the ability to hold a spirit. Mm. And we have the ability to hold evil spirits too. It's the way we're made. So why do they come out? They come out. And they come out because of the command and the dominion over them and the judgment on them says they have to come out. Why? Because Jesus was forced out of his body. Remember from the cross? He yells out, into your hands I commit my spirit. He had to let go of his body. So... If Jesus had to let go of his body, the evil spirits have got to let go of his body too. Because who owns the body now? You're not your own. You're bought with a price. Who owns you? Who owns you? A lot of people don't realize. You're not your own. You're bought with a price. Don't you know you were crucified with Christ. That means if you're crucified with Christ, the spirit's got to leave the body. Yeah. We will be raised again. We've died and been resurrected with Christ. The demons have to leave the body of Jesus. They've got no legal right. None. None. Some say the sins of the ancestors. They might be there because of the sins of the ancestors, but once you're born again, who is your ancestor now? Hmm? Uncle Joe? Grandfather Fred? No. The Lord Jesus Christ is your ancestor. Technically, you have no sins of the ancestors You have no curse because you've been crucified with Christ. But you will have the effect on previous sins of the ancestors, which we all do, which is death. And that is the last enemy to be put under Jesus' feet. But get it right, get it in order, who you are in Jesus Christ, who you are, and if the person accepts to be born again, that you're ministering to, who they are. And insist that the demon comes out, right? You have to insist, stand on it, that the demon comes out, because it's not his body. First of all, he lost his body when he died in the flood or whenever, the demon, and he hasn't got one. Secondly, he, wa- he wants to come into people 
through the approval of men. So he uses men's approval, even ancestral approval, to come in. And there is the doctrine of the judgment of the ancestors. This is why you must die. All agreements die when you die and be born again. This is the miracle, how God saves us from all of this mess. Hmm. So when you're ministering, the person's repenting, seeking forgiveness, the sins of the ancestors, the and, and usually the sins of the ancestors are all agreements with devils. <clears throat> you know, they've gone to Buddha or they've done something that's agreed with devils. And that's allowed that devil to come and live in that family. Because, see, <clears throat> when, when a person is born, I know people know the birds and bees, but the sperm swims around and gets into the egg. And then the cells of the egg multiply. Thereby, the the flesh, the flesh, the the uh, the flesh of the father in the sperm is in every single cell of the baby, <clears throat> and it carries with it every curse. Mm. And this is why, if you don't honour your father, or if you curse your father, your natural father, it's the father of your flesh, by the way. You curse yourself and you'll get sick because you'll, you'll be speaking to every single cell of your body. I hate my old man if you said that. You're hating yourself? <laughs> Wish he'd die. You'll die. You'll die. That's why the Bible says if you honour your father and mother, it'll go well with you. But you don't honour the evil spirit side, but you honour the part where God made you in the mother's womb. He chose them. Are you disagreeing with his decision to give you those parents? Hmm. You might be there to save them, <clears throat> you know. You might be there to save them. Anyway... When we're ministering there, the demons have no right to be in the body. Try asking them. I ask them sometimes, hey, spirit, who owns this body? And they hate saying it, but they all say Jesus. Sometimes if the person's not saved, they'll say, I do. Have a look at the seal inside them. And they don't like doing that either. What does it say? They'll say something like, saved. Or saved for the day of redemption. Mm. God has put a mark on us. Saved for the day of redemption. Mm. Mm. Do you know if you're um, avenging the death of anyone that, that you'll be avenged sevenfold? Hmm. 
God said to Cain, if anyone kills Cain, they will be avenged sevenfold. And I believe that even multiplies. Ask Lamech. So if the people are running around out there on Black Lives Matter, they're getting back a judgment sevenfold on themselves. That's a bit stupid. Many of them would call themselves Christians. God said to Noah, if you kill, I'll require the blood of man. If you kill by man, you will be killed. So they're signing their own death certificates. So these are things to look for in the person you're ministering to. Will they let go of vengeance? Because vengeance is unforgiveness. Oh, yeah, I forgive everyone, but I hate the white man or I hate the black man. No. This is the reason why God holds back the judgment on the demons. I believe the Satan uses people as human shields, love shields, because God loves us so much. He doesn't drop the judgment because if it will hit the demon, but it will hit you too. And you're better off to keep your devil than have God's judgment on you. This is where the breastplate, the armor of God, the blessed breastplate of righteousness comes into play. Hmm. Doing, doing the right thing, the blessed breastplate of righteousness. It's also called the breastplate of judgment in another place. So judgment and righteousness go sort of like related. So then there's the command for the demon to come out. You must come out. And those that walk in faithfulness and walk in righteousness and faithfulness who've been given the power, there's the prayer, Dear Father God, give me the power over the devils. Ever ask for it? Have you... Are you praying for that regularly? Thank you for the power over the devil. I receive the power over the devil to be an overcomer in my life. And I believe if you want to be an overcomer, practice deliverance. Because that will be how you'll learn to be an overcomer. You'll learn lots of things. How to intercede. How to put down the works of the devil who's come to kill, steal and destroy our inheritance, all things that we've been given. Many are getting them stolen. There's such things that need to be healed, a bag of holes, the leech, the curse of the flying scroll. Yes, that can be on you, never mind your descendants, for lying and stealing. It's in Zechariah 5. It's never been repealed. Zechariah, the namesake in the, in the New Testament, repented and said he wasn't going to steal anymore. And Jesus said, salvation has come to this house this day. See? By his repenting and turning, it allowed God to send a deliverance without hurting him. God can send it, and you'll just get toasted with the devils. But out of the eyes of love... The heart of love, God doesn't send it until you're out of the way. 
Yes. Zechariah chapter 5, the curse of the flying scroll. It'll actually make a person homeless. It says it will destroy the timbers and the wood, uh, the stones and the timbers thereof of their house. Yet yeah, you won't have a house. Many, many homeless people I meet have have this one symptom: they steal and they lie. And I see them. It's not just stealing and lying; it's loving stealing and lying with all your heart. See. Everything works by all your heart. Mm. You can lip service anything, but it's what you say in your heart. Did you know that God hears every single word you say in your heart? Oh, I'm listening to Peter today. I don't believe him. Hello, everyone in the chat room. You say, God sees that. So for you, there's no profit. But the ones that look things up and search, yes, there's always the unlimited grace and love of the living God. There's a curse of a bag of holes. You'll have money, but you'll never have keep it. It'll always go through your fingers. These things can all be dealt with in deliverance. I've done deliverance for that. Hey, the curse of the bag of the holes, come out. No, the demon says. No, she'll be rich. What? There's a demon that comes to make sure you don't have any money. Yeah. Yeah, man. Jezebel stole the inheritance of Nahum. It's demons that are sent to do that. I've said that I've heard it said by, by demons out of the mouth of people, we come to steal his destiny. Hmm. We thought he was a nobody. Hmm. The goal of the devil is worthlessness. To get you worthless is there's names in the Bible I saw in my name's amplification Bible called worthlessness. Yeah. So when you sit there and doing deliverance, everybody's looking up to the kingdom of heaven to come and toast the demons, believing that that will happen. And it happens. Because it's God's good pleasure to do it. He's running to and through throughout the earth to find the faithful ones that will do this. Mm. So we cast them out with a command, knowing that at the Lord's table is judgment, and you can make the Spirit drink. Drink the cross, you Spirit, of Jesus Christ. Drink the judgment that's written against you. Oh, God, get the angels to come and prepare the judgment for this spirit and make it drink it. I've had them doing drinking actions. Glub, 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 glub. As they drink in their judgment. Yes. I've made them eat the dust. The dust is cursed. Cursed is the ground for your sake, Adam. Not because of you. For your sake. We can use the dust now. 
Feed it to the snake. It's the curse. You demon, you eat the curses you've done. We command you to suffer the effects of all the curses you've ever done. Watch them scream as they come out. So, so praise the Lord, this hour is going to be quick. And um, trying to get this idea of the heart mindset to do deliverance out there. Brother, <coughs> so there's a lot awesome. more. There's what how to use the that? weapons. The heart mindset to do deliverance? Yeah, and that's a good one. Good title. Heart mindset to do deliverance. Deliverance. And what was the next subject you could talk about next show? The weapons? The weapons. All right. We'll do about the weapons, yeah. That'll be great. I looked up. I, th- I looked up. There's about 30 weapons I found before I stopped counting. Whoa. <laughs> Folks, you don't want to miss next week. Um, the other thing I wanted to ask you know? about is... Uh, yeah. Make a note to come back and talk more about those things you mentioned. The um, the bag of holes, the horse leech, mm-hmm. and the scroll. Yep. That would be another good The scroll, one. yeah. Um, you, yeah. You did Amazing, eh? Yeah, we don't think we're under these things and um, or are coming out from under these things. And uh, when they're addressed, it, it can bring real breakthrough, uh, Shannon. Right. Yes, it can. Folks, there's breakthroughs that come from deliverance. Amen. Mm. Restoration, freedom. It's a good thing to get yes. free. Um, Peter, how do people contact you in the ministry, and how can they support your work? All right, it's my name. Uh, it's on the screen there, Peter Whiffen at uh, Facebook. I got a little picture there of me when I was younger in the uh, play as a shepherd. <laughs> uh, Facebook and uh, my name at uh, hotmail.com. And uh, I had some people from last week call me and get some deliverance. I did it on Skype. Great. Uh, value triple seven Skype. And um, his, his kingdomstable.com is the website. And um, I'm going to start a little Zoom room on Sundays just to have a little bit of fellowship because we, we've been you know, not having fellowship uh, in the physical, in the hall, because they close it because of this uh, <coughs> um, COVID-19 thing. So uh, I just thought oh, I might start up a little Zoom room. Brother, that's excellent. But I've got... How yeah, do people find people out about just it? come and hang out, you know, Sundays. If they want to sign hang up for it, where will they go to get more information? Um, I've got it posted on my Facebook. The, you know, the, the number and uh, the password is hello. <laughs> it made me do a password for some reason. Anyway, Spell password your name is now. hello. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Spell your name. And, uh, How do they find you? Uh, spell it for us. Uh, P-E-T-E-R-W-H-I-F for Fred, I-N, at Facebook. You can PM me there. I'll send you the link or, or join and I'll make you a friend or whatever you want to do. And then uh, then we got a chance for those that are stuck at home, want to have a bit of fellowship, you know, that with the uh, online Skype fellowship, the the government's got no rules, have they? <laughs> they can't right. make us do anything. 
this yeah, is good. We can sing songs and we can sing songs and be happy and talk about Jesus. You know. Now give the website out again one more time. Uh, HisKingdomsTable.com. Okay, fantastic. Peter, I want to thank you for coming on. Do you want to close us out in prayer tonight? All right. Dear Father God, we love you and we praise you and we thank you for everything. We, We want to say, for those who want to say it with me, we receive a love of the truth. We want to know the truth. Please appoint us to know the truth and we'll be ready when you come. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Brother, we love and appreciate Amen. you. I want to thank you for coming on tonight. Yeah, you Another too. great teaching, yeah, thank my you. friend. That's all right. Thank you and uh, all the best to everyone. We're doing everything here in the view of all the best for everyone, for the best to come for everyone. Amen. Amen. God bless Amen. you, brother. We'll see you next time. Okay. Cheers, everyone. Bye-bye. Folks, that was Peter Whiffen. Did you enjoy that? That was a great teaching. Oh, man. Tune in again next week. We have Peter on every week. Praise God for this opportunity. We have him on. And uh, you have just heard another marathon broadcast day. We started at 7. We go till 1 every day, Monday through Friday. That's usually our regular schedule. Sometimes it varies, but 7 to 1 is our target time. Monday through Friday, and that's Eastern time. Then, of course, twice a month we're doing our international shows that start at 2. Brother Elvis Newhart will not be with us this week. He wanted to make it, but he has a um, a special appointment he's got to go to. He'll be on in two weeks' time. So we're going to start, let's see, our Thursday show this week at 4 a.m. That'll be 9 a.m. UK. So we'll have David Measures, Jonathan Campbell, and then special broadcast with Kelvin McCracken. You don't want to miss this broadcast. If you think that you have Freemasons in your family line or your spouse does, you all need to tune in and get some deliverance, and you can. He's going to be taking everybody through a worldwide renunciation prayer and then doing a little bit of ministry afterwards. It's going to be awesome. You can be set free, as I was set free. I had it in my family, too. In Jesus' name, amen? Okay, friends, thank you for tuning in today. God bless you. If you want to support this work here, we'll tell you how you can do it. Thank you to those that have. God bless. This is Shannon Ray Davis, and you are listening to Omega Man Radio. Welcome to my world, the world of the Omega Man. Join us here for the nightly marathon, broadcasting Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern. You can find us here on YouTube, and we encourage you to report for duty. Get trained up. World of the Saints is coming. You want to be an overcomer and endure till the end. We will teach you how. We cast out devils. We command healing to the sick in Jesus' name. And we preach the full gospel of Jesus Christ to win souls for Jesus. I want to encourage you right now to subscribe right here on YouTube to this channel. Smash the like button and share a link to our live chat room to everyone you know right there on Facebook. Get them to come on out and tune in and join in the fight against the host of hell. If you'd like to support this work financially, we have a PayPal button on our website. We have GoFundMe, Zelly, even take Bitcoin. 
and we thank you in advance for partnering with us. Our website is omegamanradio.com. One more thing before we start tonight's show. To the demons tuning in, we're coming for you, demon. No demon is safe. Christ. Come to Christ. Before the Come false prophet. 
Did you enjoy that song? That's by Terry Cook and his band. It's called Come to Christ. I want to thank Terry for letting us play that. We'll have Terry back on soon. And we have a lot of great stuff planned for you this month. Be sure and subscribe, if you haven't already, to our YouTube channel. That's free. Check out my website, omegamanradio.com. Scroll to the bottom on a computer. It doesn't work on the phone yet, but on the computer... It will give you 30 sites that you can pick up all these shows from. Now, our website does work on a phone, except to when you get to the very bottom of that page. So I've got to fix that module for the links. But it is designed to work on your mobile phone. Praise God, your iPad. Check it out. Tell a friend about these programs and help us get the word out about an awesome network that God built. I want to thank all of you for tuning in, spending some time with us again tonight. I'll have all these shows posted here momentarily. And then um, we'll be back tomorrow, God willing, same time, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. I think tomorrow night we've got a real special guest, former football player. Got a celebrity in the house tomorrow. Don't want to miss that. It's going to be good. Okay, and that'll be at 7 o'clock with Gary Stafford. All right. Anything else I need to mention? I think that's it. Love you all. God bless you. See you next time. Website again, omegamanradio.com. Let me pray for you, though. Father God, we close this marathon today in prayer. We thank you in Jesus' name for helping us, Lord, to make it another day. This is the day that you have made, Father Yehovah. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Forgive us of our sins, Lord Jesus, back to the very first thought, word, deed, or gesture. Help us all, God, to make it. Strengthen us. God, you said, if we lack wisdom, we have but to ask, and you shall give. Lord, I I ask for more wisdom. I'm sure there's others that do too. Help us, God. Give us wisdom, knowledge, understanding. Guide and direct our steps. Again, help us that we do not faint. We can finish the race, God. And die with a boot, son, if that's what you require. And not quit on Jesus. Help us, God. I want to ask that you would also surround us with warrior angels for our protection and our family. We plead the blood of Jesus over all of us and our families that are tuning in. God bless those who pray for this program and who have financially supported it. Bless them, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. A blessing on you, folks, for tuning in. If you will pray for us, I know God's going to bless you. Thank you for your support. We'll see you next time. Have a great night. In Jesus' name, amen.